What up, folks? What's going on? Welcome to the Sponsor Day Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Ortiz. Thank you in advance for listening. I'm not sure which episode number of the podcast this is, which is why I didn't mention it, uh, because I am recording this on Monday, April 24th, 2017, but I'm vaulting this episode to be released at a, at a future date. And what it is, is actually something uh, kind of cool that I thought of. Well, to me, it's cool. Maybe you guys won't like it, but we'll see. Um, you guys know the questionnaires that I do on and that I offer on the Spun Today website, spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. And if you don't, it's pretty much five questions uh, geared towards uh, creatives, writers uh, to fill out. And uh, if they do, I read their responses on the on the podcast. And the point of it is that I get benefit from it, from getting tips and tricks from from other writers uh, regarding, you know, how to get yourself to actually sit down and write and different um, mechanisms that they use or to like motivate themselves or, you know, different apps, uh, writing apps and stuff like that. You know, different tips and tricks that you can pick up, whether it be mindset related or, you know, actual practical things that you can do. And it's not limited to writers. Um, but obviously, uh, coming from a writing background, that's, uh, what I gravitate towards. And obviously you, the listener benefit in, in a very similar way. So it's a way, uh, for us as a, as a community to share that type of information and motivation and inspiration. And also from the standpoint of the person that fills out the questionnaire, you, um, get a free shout out and, you know, uh, plug, you know, any book that you have coming out or, or any project that you're working on or whatever. So it's a win-win situation all around, in my opinion. Now, since these are, these are, uh, filled out or have been, uh, filled out sporadically throughout the history of the Sponsor podcast. And I read them, you know, in different episodes, like for example, um, one of them was in episode 22 of the podcast, another one in episode 26, another one in episode 53, another one in episode 34, etc. They like scattered all, all over the place and, and I read them within um, either a free writing episode or a random rant episode. I wanted to put together this montage of just the questionnaire portion of a few of the previous episodes and centralize all that information in this uh advice for creatives from creatives uh, episode and I hope you guys appreciate it uh, let me just uh, give you a quick run through what the actual questions are and those are uh, found at spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire in case you guys uh, are interested you know feel free to fill your own out uh, but this is what you'll be hearing in this episode from four of the previous submissions of questionnaires question one relating to your craft do you remember the first thing you ever wrote or created if so what is it question number two what inspires you to write or create question three what is a hobby that you have that is unrelated to your craft this could be anything from what you're currently reading a show you're watching or something you're experimenting with etc Question four, what do you get, how do you get yourself to sit down and do your work when you're not motivated to? And question five, 
do you have any advice for other writers, creators, whether they're new, seasoned, or otherwise? Then lastly, you have the option to remain anonymous if you choose to. And if you don't, as I mentioned before, I'll give you a free shout out on the podcast and, and plug whatever you have going on. Again, the questionnaire is found at sponsor.com forward slash questionnaire. And in this episode, you'll be hearing, hearing four of the previously submitted uh, questionnaires. And I plan to do a couple more of these uh, just to, you know, centralize a few of the other ones that we've received. So once again, thank you for those that originally participated and uh, are now part of this re-release, which is Amazon best-selling author, David Kristoff, writer and model, Margot Brook, writer, podcaster, and martial art artist, Daniele Bolelli, and painter, Krista. Without further ado, here's this throwback. Now I'm going to pull up the uh, response to the first survey that we have to share. One second, got it right here. And again, this is from David Kristoff. You guys can follow him on Twitter at David Kristoff. David spelled D-A-V-I-D, Kristoff with a K-R-I-S-T. O-P-H, David Kristoff, uh, at, at David Kristoff on Twitter. And again, he is a science fiction author and a writer of a trilogy of books here. It's a, uh, first one is Tales of a Dying Star, book one, uh, subtitled Siege of Praetor, Praetor, Praetor. P-R-A-E-T-A-R. The second one is Tales of a Dying Star, book two, uh, which is the ancillary. And Tales of a Dying Star, book three, which is Sword of Blue. I like that title there. And um, pretty much the way this is going to work, I'm going to read the survey question followed by uh, his particular response and share with you guys. Obviously, David chose not to be uh, remain anonymous here, uh, which is why I just you know gave you guys all his uh, his name and stuff like that. Reach out to him on Twitter if interested, and definitely check out his uh, his books that I just mentioned. So the first question in the survey is relating, or uh, not survey, I guess uh, questionnaire, or whatever you guys want to call this. It's relating to your craft. Do you remember the first thing you ever wrote or created? And David responded, oh man, it was awful. I was in high school, maybe 15 or 16 years old, and had just, uh, sorry, I'm butchering this, and had just the first nine books of The Wheel of Time. So of course I wanted to write my own epic fantasy. I wrote a battle scene first. It was the most generic, amateurish, overly purple thing. Pretty much what you would expect someone's first writing attempt to look like. I looked at it a year later and hit the delete button hard. <laughs> um, that's cool. That's pretty funny. Thanks for sharing that with us, Dave. And I'm sure we could all like relate to that. Anybody, uh, like, I, like I mentioned, uh, for me personally, 
and you know i'm sure anybody who's you know gotten into like writing or creating anything can attest to that um you know like when they're first starting and something they look back on and they're like oh fuck even now <laughs> to be honest some of the stuff that that i've written that i definitely won't post on on the site is like complete trash and it's like what the fuck was doesn't even make sense to me sometimes like the next day when i read it um but you got to go through like all that type of stuff and it's all uh, part of the experience and part of the journey right and we have to get through that stuff to hopefully get to some good inspiring shit uh who was it ernest hemingway the one of his quotes uh which i like best said uh 99 no what is it uh the first draft of everything is complete shit um so yeah and that was from ernest hemingway so there's a writer with his salt <laughs> all right question number two here on the questionnaire what inspires you to write or create and david wrote i like telling stories whenever i'm consuming media whether it's TV or radio or reading books, my brain is constantly thinking of stories. I write down all of my ideas in a giant spreadsheet and pull from it whenever I'm looking for something to write. That's an awesome idea. And, and Dave, I definitely appreciate you sharing that with us. It's, um, uh, everybody has their own like style of doing things, right? Um, in terms of writing, I've come to, to learn and realize just from uh, my own writing and just listening to different authors like David or different authors on podcasts, uh, writing specific podcasts that I listen to or other podcasts where authors and writers have been on that explain like their uh, create, creative process. There's no like set way to do it or right way to do it or wrong way to do it. However you do it, it's how it gets done. Um, so you see from this example, uh, you know, David puts all, you know, different random ideas on a spreadsheet. And when he sits down to write, he pulls from from those ideas and expands on them. I do something similar, um, not as organized, which is why I definitely like this idea. Because uh, I like the idea of centralizing everything in one place like that. But I have like a couple different apps on my phone, one of which is Evernote, uh, which is awesome. Another one, which is just a regular like notepad thing that comes with the iPhone. And there's a third one, which, what's it called? I'll tell you guys right now. Day one. Um, use all those plus, like, actual, like, hard copy notebooks. And I jot down ideas in, like, all of those. So whenever, like, I feel like writing, I don't know what to write about. I go back to ideas that are, you know, they could be as long as, like, one sentence to, like, a paragraph of, you know, write a short story about blah, blah, blah. Or just like a one sentence something that just popped into my head that i think sounds cool and could be like a possible line of a character in a story down the line that is not yet created so however you personally go go about doing it um do it definitely whatever works for you and uh you know you can borrow from david's idea there which is pretty dope the next question is what is a hobby that you have that is unrelated to your craft? And David wrote, I'm a triathlete. As soon as I read that, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> That's like some next level hobby right there. That's pretty awesome. 
And uh, he says, I completed Ironman Florida in 2013, which is a 2.4-mile swim, followed by a 112-mile bike ride, followed, by the way, I mentioned in previous podcasts, I did the Five Borough Tour in New York City, which is like a yearly event thing, and that's 40, 40 miles or 42 miles or something like that, and I was exhausted at the end of that. This guy does a 2.4-mile swim followed by a 112-mile bike ride, and then followed up with a marathon, like, at the end of that. Um, he says, you start at 7 a.m. and have until midnight to finish. I crossed the finish line around 8.45 p.m. Not terribly fast, but, hey, it was my first time, so I just wanted to finish. I definitely hear that, and my hat's off to you, buddy. Uh, for going through all that, that sounds awesome. It sounds like a really cool experience and something you could definitely look back on and be proud of. And that's that question. And have question number four. Two more questions left, guys. This question is: How do you get yourself to sit down and do your work when you're not motivated to? This, to me, is a really important question. Uh, both for myself and it's somewhat of a consensus that I see amongst writers and a lot of other uh, creative types where you really love doing something, but it's like a bitch to actually sit down and do it and do the work. Um, so hopefully different answers to this question, including uh, David's, which I'm about to read, uh, help motivate us and we can take you know bits and pieces from all the responses that we get through these uh, questionnaires and um, hopefully help generate more of what we love to do. So David's response here is, I make writing a habit, like a second job. I wake up every morning at 4 a.m. and write for two hours before I go to my day job. I don't browse the internet or check my email or do anything else. I devote that time just to writing. Outlining helps. I create detailed outlines before I ever sit down to actually write. That way, when I'm not feeling motivated, or if I have writer's block, I still have a guide to help push me along. That's awesome. I love that type of dedication. And that ability to uh, make yourself stick to a schedule, which is something that I'm definitely going to have to implement. I was doing a, or I'm still doing, this uh like big washboard calendar thing that I have here right above me on in front of my uh, computer here and it it's just like a, a calendar and each day has either a check mark or an X uh, going through it X's are for days that I didn't write and the check marks are for days that I did write and you know I'm a visual kind of person so seeing that every day um you know if I see a bunch of X's it makes me wa- want to write and sometimes when, you know, I'm like on a really good run where I've written for like five days straight or something like that. And, you know, I don't want to break that streak. So that makes me continue writing. And then conversely, though, you know, if when I have written for three or four days in a row um, that I'm in a slump and I'm like, fuck, I haven't written for four days. What's one more day? And fuck, I don't feel like writing. Shit. Um, so, yeah, that uh, it's kind of like a double edged sword. It helps a little bit. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, so I read something like this, uh, with David and, uh, his idea of 
uh, that he's implemented of making it like a second job and an actual habit, forming a habit of, you know, waking up at four in the morning and, you know, sticking to to a specific schedule. And that sounds awesome to me. Um, sounds something that sounds like something that is necessary if you're going to take writing or anything that you're doing like this um, uh, to any like degree of seriousness. And, you know, let's be real. We can't, obviously, there's, like, so many writers out there that, you know, aren't doing this uh, for a living. They aren't making money off this. And, you know, we have bills. We have necessities and shit like that. And we have day jobs, which are draining and, you know, you know, usually, like, nine to fives and cubicle jobs and uh, just the whole, like, the monotony of it and... um you know, climbing that corporate ladder and, you know, uh, that type of shit or, or anything else that they do. Maybe you have like more of a, a hands-on type job. Maybe you're a waiter. Maybe you're into fucking construction. Regardless of what, it's all time that's taken away from you following a passion that you might have and, uh, that hobby, that part-time hobby that you have. And, you know, then life gets in the way. Um, as well on top of uh just having like a big chunk of every single day uh of your life like taken away and devoted just to you know doing jobs to collect checks and pay the bills and then um you know things you keep like pushing things off and uh they go to the back burner and if you don't take make a conscious effort and make a conscious decision and, and put forth the effort of doing something like this that David mentions here of, you know, setting a schedule for yourself and, and forcing yourself to stick to it. And so you f- make it a habit and form that habit. Um, you're not going to grow it. You're not going to grow that part-time hobby into something uh, significant, really. I mean, you might get lucky, you know, the fuck do I know? Could definitely happen. You could also hit the fucking mega millions or powerball tomorrow or some shit like that you know what i mean but you really want to bank on that neither do i so setting a schedule for yourself i don't know about waking up at 4 a.m <laughs> i'm definitely not a morning person but um you know do what works for you guys i'm definitely gonna look into doing something like that as well so again dave thanks for sharing that <clears throat> And lastly, we have question number five. Question number five is, do you have any advice for other writers or creators, whether they're new, seasoned, or otherwise? And David goes on to write, make writing a habit. If you only write when you're feeling inspired, you'll never finish a novel. Writing is work, capital W-O-R-K. It takes practice and dedication. Write every day, read every day, get better. Just like a baseball player taking batting practice or playing catch. Everything you do in this regard makes you better overall. And again, that's an extension of what David mentioned before. And, you know, forming that habit, getting into the habit of doing something every day and really approaching it in a practical sense of building it up and working at it. Um, He uses the analogy there of a baseball player, you know, batting practice and playing catch and stuff like that. It's all different tools to help expand and better his game. And that's the exact 
uh, type of approach that we should be taking if we're going to take uh, what we do seriously and and don't kid yourselves. Um, like I definitely did for a very long time of, oh, you know, I'll get to it eventually. Oh, yeah, you know, you know, when I have time, I'll write the next great American novel and, uh, you know, I'll do it in the weekend or grind it out or some, you know, like crazy shit like that. Like it doesn't work that way. You uh, should put in the effort and dedication that it deserves uh first and foremost and uh, just like anything else you you get out of it what you put into it so if you're not putting shit into it you're not getting shit out of it and that's pretty much it guys that uh is the five question survey and answers uh again thank you very much to david christoph for taking the time to uh, fill that out and sharing his insights with us you guys can follow him on twitter at David Christoph, that's David D A V I D Christoph K R I S T O P H. And again, check out his books, Tales of a Dying Star, Book One, Book Two, and Book Three, all available on Amazon and Kindle. Check out the questionnaire at spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. Now, the first one that I'm going to read is the first one I received. I, I'm always going to go, I'm always going to read these in order. First come, first serve. This first one that I'm going to read is from Margot Brook. And I'm probably pronouncing that wrong and I apologize in advance. Um, but the name is spelled M-A-R-G-A-U-X. Margot, Margox, Margot. And last name Brook, B-R-O-O-K-E. You guys can follow her on Twitter at Margot Brook, and you can check out her blog at which is margotbrook.tumblr.com. Uh, she's a super cool chick. She um, has a lot of uh, video blogs, uh, does some writing. She's a model uh, primarily, and she also draws and she paints. I stumbled across her on Periscope, actually um, stumbled upon uh, one of her live feeds she, uh, she was uh, just like speaking shooting the shit I think she was like at an airport I don't remember which one I want to say LAX and she was talking doing like a Q&A answering questions I asked her on there if she wanted to fill out the survey um, about writing I she said yes and I shot it over to her on Twitter the power of the internet and you know didn't think of it from there honestly didn't think she would fill it out but she did and that was super cool of her so margot thank you very much and here are the questions and answers uh from margot so the first question of the questionnaire is relating to your craft do you remember the first thing that you ever wrote or created and her response is or was rather i can't say i remember the very first thing i ever wrote I'm sure it was some pink diary where I wrote about my dreams. Not much has changed except now, <clears throat> excuse me, not much has changed except now my diary is in the form of the quote day one app on my laptop, which is really cool. I, I actually use myself the, the day one app. I don't use it on the computer though. I use it on my iPhone. And it's pretty cool. Uh, if you guys want to check it out, it's a free app. I'm sure they they probably have like a like a paid service or whatever. But I just use all the free shit. And it is it like organizes organizes it by post like on a little timeline. 
um by a uh, by date and i use it to like write down different ideas and it has a it's a like cool functionality you could like add photos to it tags and it's a uh, like a pretty cool notepad it, it has like an option to like alert you like i have this like a daily al- <clears throat> fuck i have like this uh daily alert on it uh to remind me to write and shit like that I'm trying to you know like push myself a little bit more and that's pretty cool it's dope that you use that also uh, so you guys should check that out next question is what inspires you to write or create and she responded honestly everything inspires me to write sometimes it's a song or a movie or a dream sorry about that guys real quick i had to pause the recording because the battery was running low on the uh roland ro5 mp3 recorder so i wanted to switch that out so i wouldn't get you know like lose anything or anything like that so let me repeat i'm up to the second question on the questionnaire for margot and again i hope i'm pronouncing your name right what inspires you to write or create and she responded honestly everything inspires me to write sometimes it's a song or a movie or a dream sometimes i'll get inspired walking down the street or people watching at a coffee shop and i couldn't agree more with her response to that i same shit happens to me you know it an idea could just pop into your head while you're like on the subway or like something like that or driving or listening to something or you hear a quote or a line in a song that you never really noticed before or maybe one that you you know you know by heart inside and out and it just sparks different different um fucking connections in your mind like synapses start start uh synapsing or whatever it is that they do <laughs> and um just ideas start flying you know what, what it reminds me of just to go on, go on off on a quick tangent the that uh ben stiller movie the walter mitty something 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 of walter mitty how he like daydreamed pretty much and just imagined like all these different scenarios that you know he was going through like in his mind but he was really just like sitting down like in a chair or some shit but he was like see a plane pass by and then start daydreaming about being like outside that plane like hanging on the wing or something while it flies trying to get into it or some shit like that um shit like that like i just get random ideas and i just go with them in my mind some people think i'm fucking crazy and wondering why i'm always quiet and shit like that it's usually because i'm thinking of like random shit like that so um completely with you on that and how you know inspiration can come from anywhere at any time completely randomly and or all the time question number three of the five question survey is what is a hobby that you have that is unrelated to your craft? And she responded, well, writing is actually my hobby. My quote craft unquote is modeling, but I enjoy both art forms. I also draw and paint, which is really cool. Um, I saw a few of your drawings um, ago and they were pretty dope. I liked them. And again, you guys can check those out on her, on her Tumblr blog. And um sure like modeling pictures and stuff like that as well i saw a couple i'm not sure if they were like actual modeling modeling pictures or um just you know your own like selfies or some shit like that um because i'm not personally into modeling but it's uh it's pretty cool and all of the like the links for marco's blog for example are in the episode notes so you guys can check it out there next question is question number four 
how do you get yourself to sit down and do your work when you're not motivated to? And her response to this one is, like I said, writing is, uh, like I said, writing is a hobby. So I don't really have to force myself to do it. I just write when I want to, which is one of the things I enjoy most about it. There's no pressure, which is dope. If you have, if like you said, you, you do or pursue writing like as a hobby, that's definitely a refreshing aspect of it. Um, like when it's within that context, when, you know, it's a hobby, you do it when you want to, and it's dope like that. Cause you know, it's a win-win situation in, in that example, something that, um, I wrestle with a lot and a lot of writers do it's something that's common across the board is when it's not like just a, a hobby or when they, um, when it's their like primary hobby, they, or it's tough for um, writers, including myself, to get themselves to like sit down and actually actually write. And it's just a, a bitch to like get over that hump. And, you know, a lot of people that that I read about or that give, you know, successful writers like in Stephen King's On Writing or In the War of Art by Stephen Pressfield and, and books like that. And also actually the previous... Um, questionnaire that i read if you guys want to take a look or take a listen to my uh the previous free writing episode the first questionnaire that we received from david christoph which is a sci-fi writer um a consensus sort of kind of consensus um to to battle against that type of resistance when you want to write when not just like when you feel like it but you have the sense of like you have to but you have writer's block or you're lazy or whatever it is is um setting a schedule up for yourself and forcing yourself to to sit down and actually do the work but yeah there's definitely something something freeing and and um and pretty cool about not feeling like that added unnecessary layer of pressure when you're doing something that you enjoy because ultimately that's what it's about right you should be enjoying what you're doing and doing it because you enjoy it and lastly question number five is do you have any advice for other writers or creators in parentheses whether they're new whether they're seasoned or otherwise and margot responded my advice is just to write what you want and don't worry about what other people may think even if you have to write something to be published get it all out then edit if you have to don't edit as you write and absolutely i couldn't agree more you're always gonna have a shitload of chefs in the kitchen and you know too many chiefs not enough indians there's a shitload of those types of of analogies where everybody wants to put in their input and like change your shit and um, guide you in certain directions. And it's good to keep an open mind because you learn from certain types of criticisms and there's something to be said and to be gained from certain encounters. But it's also counterproductive in my opinion and experience to just continually keep shape shifting and changing and, and remolding and, you know, re, you know, just continuously like changing and editing and fixing shit 
just to appease you know different people because you're not gonna appease everybody and the number one person you should be trying to to make to appease and to make feel fulfilled is yourself because you're doing this for you that should be your number one your number one you should be your number one fucking fan even though like when you create certain things and this is also something common from uh writers and and other creative types they don't like their own shit but and i feel that way all the time like i don't don't listen to like my own podcast and stuff like that skim through them sometimes just to make sure you know everything like the sound quality and shit like that sounds good and and stuff like that and see if i can um get through listening to a few minutes of it just to you know remind myself oh you say um too much and and stuff like that just like clean up that type of shit um but ultimately you should be happy and proud of what you do and and don't fall into that trap of of you know trying to appease everybody and change shit for people if you like it if you're happy with it if you're proud of it continue doing it continue grinding for yourself and there's what fucking like seven billion people in the world if you like it the odds are somebody else will also it's just a matter of them actually finding it and and you know what if you're the only motherfucker on the face of the planet that likes your shit so be it fucking congratulations because you're making yourself happy and that is it with the questionnaire form submission from margot brooke which again you can follow her on twitter at margot brooke m-a-r-g-a-u-x b-r-o-o-k-e and check out her tumblr blog at margobrook.tumblr.com and the links are found in the episode notes for this podcast thank you very much margot for taking the time to fill out that questionnaire for us and share your perspective on creating and now for the second questionnaire that we have for today which is the final one is again like i mentioned in the intro one that i'm pretty excited about because i'm kind of a fanboy of of this gentleman i've read his one of his books which is uh create your own religion and he has a few more books that you guys can check out i put a a link in the episode notes for this episode uh to his amazon uh page uh he has like five or six books i don't remember the titles of each of them one of them is create your own religion uh which i really enjoyed he went through um a lot of positives and um pointed out a few holes in a lot of different religions and the idea of it at least from um what i took from it was um kind of like the bruce lee-ish approach to uh religion like bruce lee's approach to martial arts was instead of you know picking one martial art and sticking to it you know pull out the shit that works in each one and and use them all why not um so daniele kind of took that same sort of approach um with create your own religion in uh going through uh different uh religions and it's a, a pretty dope read i enjoyed it a lot he's a writer he's a professor um out in a university in los angeles i don't remember which one and he is the host of one of my favorite podcasts uh the drunken Taoist podcast again i heard him first on joe rogan's podcast 
a while back. He's been on it a few times. Um, I heard him uh, the first time. I remember I was on my way to Massachusetts, where my uh, fiance lived uh, before, and I had these four-hour long drives every other weekend uh, to go up there. And for fucking five years, <clears throat> looking back on, I don't know how we fucking, how we did it, how we got through that, but we did. And, um, yeah, I remember listening to his first episode on Joe Rogan's podcast and he was pretty captivating, had a lot of cool points and was uh, fun to listen to. So when he started the Drunken Dallas podcast with, with his co-host Rich Avers, it was like a no-brainer to start listening, and I've listened to to everyone since. So I'm a big supporter, and shout out to Daniele Bolelli. Really appreciate you uh, taking the time out to fill out this questionnaire and sharing your insights with us as well. And Daniele is also a martial artist. I don't know if I mentioned that before, um, but he has. I was actually watching a couple of YouTube videos that he has on his YouTube page, which is pretty dope. Of um, uh some jujitsu which is pretty cool cool to see and uh you guys can follow him on twitter at d bolelli d as in danielli b as in boy o l e l l i and let's go and away we go like they say on the drunken Taoist podcast and question number one is relating to your craft do you remember the first thing you ever wrote or created and Danielle responded yeah something I wrote when I was 11 touche Danielle touche <laughs> I guess I should I should rephrase the question in uh, saying something to the effect of do you remember what you wrote and what is it <laughs> but um, from that I get uh, something cool which is like a lot of writers not all but a lot and creators they begin at a very young age they have like this visceral uh deep down connection to it and um for example like with me i remember writing a short story i mentioned this in one of the previous episodes so i'm not going to bore you guys with all the details of it but i wrote some short story when i was like eight or nine years old and it was like a combination of some army movie that i was watching and encino man I don't remember if you guys remember that movie Encino Man with Paulie Shore, um, where they find a, a caveman, uh, when they're like digging up a pool and they find a caveman, um, which was buried on the ground in like an ice capsule or some shit. Um, and it was like a combination of, of those two things. And the premise of the story was some man that was in battle in, in a war many years back. And, there was an avalanche or something like that. He got buried alive and then um, came to about a thousand years later. And the the name of the story was A Thousand Year Old Man. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like eight or nine years old when, when I wrote that. And then I like straight away from writing. Never never did much of it since then. I like dabbled with, you know, like writing girls' letters and poetry. And I used to like writing... Um, you know, like book reports and and like shit like that like school related things um but never something i guess quote unquote official and that's something that 
I've read a lot about in um, uh, both like Mastery with uh, Robert Greene's book or or uh, The War of Art that that thing that you love to do that that thing that you were like meant to do you kind of know it as a child but somewhere along the way you life gets in the way and you lose sight of it and when you reconnect to it it's it's pretty awesome and you kind of like know it and it's weird to like explain but um that's pretty cool that that you started writing when you were 11 or at least that you can remember and question two is what inspires you to write or create and Daniele responds it helps seducing women (laughs) also I feel like if I don't I may explode oversized emotions need an outlet (laughs) I couldn't agree more definitely don't want you exploding and it could definitely help in seducing women those uh roses are red violets are blue poems i used to write back in high school to chicks got me like a a date or two if i remember correctly (laughs) um but yeah i i like that that part of of oversized emotions uh needing an outlet which they absolutely do and whatever it is that you're into um again whether it's writing or painting or anything like that you do feel at least i do um feel a big relief when when you complete something or when you do something within that vein like we were mentioning before with uh margot's questionnaire that sometimes it's like super tough to like sit down and actually do the work um and i feel like that that builds up inside you like that that angst and like that need to to just let shit out and i definitely feel like that release and that outlet when my pen comes all over the page (laughs) and um yeah it's pretty cool the next question is what is a hobby that you have that is unrelated to your craft and he sets he sets he says daniele says very wisely and insightfully he says everything is related just those three words everything is related and i absolutely agree and again it ties into what we were saying before when you're walking down the down the street when you're in the subway when you're driving when you're taking a shower and anytime you can get inspired you can get ideas you can you can take things from one situation and apply them to another. And something I love too is like when, for example, like a habit that I have is like I might have an idea. It could be like a line or a, a, a piece of dialogue that I think just is, flows well together or some quote or like half a quote or it's like nothing, right? But it's nothing, but it's something. Like it's nothing yet, but it's like, the seedlings of something and that's what i use like that like day one app and i use the evernote app and just like the regular notepad app on my phone like shit like that i just like jot down and i have like dozens and dozens of like different things that have nothing to do with each other but that are just like random like loose end ideas and eventually i find that like when i'm writing a short story or like or working on something that I like draw from that like pool of ideas and 
like those ideas connect with the other ones that you know weren't even created at the same time and tie in together perfectly so it's like they're all out there like in the ether and you're like just channeling the information throwing it up on your page and like just putting it all together like a puzzle piece and it's like it truly is everything is 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 related your relationships your feelings your emotions your observations other people's experiences and when they share it with us um when you listening to podcasts and shit like that like music everything so it's definitely definitely true couldn't agree more with that question number four of the five question survey is how do you get yourself to sit down and do your work when you're not motivated to and Danielle responds unless unless I do I will unless I do meaning unless I, I do right I will take out a knife and stab myself in the stomach in an act of ritual suicide <laughs> spoken in true Danielle form and that ties into um, what we were saying before when reading uh, the first response to the first question about writing when when you were 11, which is like that need and like having to do it. Or in question number two also, if not like exploding. It's like the motivation to do it in and of itself is the fact that you need to in and of itself rather um because if you don't you will explode and self-destruct and just have all these pent-up emotions and be snapping at people and flipping out and being a pretty unpleasant person to be around probably so i'm definitely with you on that unless i do i will take out a knife and stab myself in the stomach in an act of ritual suicide <laughs> i love that one all right, and the final question is, do you have any advice for other writers or creators, whether they're new, seasoned, or otherwise? And Danielle's response is, either create something that hardens nipples and tickles the soul, or don't do it at all. Well said, my friend. That is awesome advice. Of course, you should always be striving to give it your best and go hard at what you do have pride and honor in what you do don't half-ass it jump in with both feet and give it a fucking shot it's your thing it's the thing that only you can create that only you can share can give to the world to the universe to to all of us and you should if you have it inside you if you feel it inside you let that shit out Take all those oversized emotions. Grab all the relativity within the orbit of your world. Put it all together in your best, hardest efforts. Or don't fucking waste anyone's time in doing it at all. Great advice, Danielle. Thank you very much again for throwing a fellow podcaster bone. Well, let me not say fellow podcaster. I'm not going to compare this to the drunken Taoist podcast but uh nonetheless thank you very much really appreciate it really appreciate you taking the time to share your insights with us and thank you for doing what you do because it's definitely an inspiration again folks you guys can check out uh more about daniele 
by going to the drunken Taoist.com. That's the T H E drunken Taoist is spelled T A O I S T.com. And uh, the link for that is also in the episode notes below. You can also check out the link to Danielle's books uh, on Amazon. Um, I recommend create your own religion and you guys can check out uh, a slew of others on the on his amazon uh book page which there's also a link for that in the episode notes of this episode and highly 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 recommend for you guys to subscribe and listen to the drunken Taoist podcast which is danielle's podcast and you guys can find that on itunes and stitcher and also on uh, danielle's website margot danielle thank you very much both of you for taking the time out to share all that with us now to round off the show we have uh uh listener uh i want to say a listener i'm not sure if if you're a listener krista um but i know we connected on twitter and um she filled out the spun today questionnaire which again is open for any and everyone to fill out and the way it works is go to spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire and you can fill out uh, five questions, which is meant to basically inspire others and as well as myself. And just finding out how people do whatever it is that they do, whatever it is that they're into, whatever they're, it is that they're creatively into. Whether it be, uh, you know, writing or, or comedy or, or acting, whatever it is that you're into on a, on a creative tip, fucking making pencils out of tree bark and lead you know whatever it is that you like whatever you whatever whatever it is i think there there's you can take greatness and passion from any from anything and apply it to whatever you're passionate about and want to be great at um and i think um these five questions that i put together there on the questionnaire are a pretty open-ended question and and I get um, helpful stuff from them. And I find certain things helpful and funny and interesting. And other people um, can and do as well. So we have, and of course you have the option to to remain anonymous, um, where I will read your response on, your responses on the podcast. And uh, I, you know, don't have to say who the hell you are or anything like that. And it's um the la- the last drop down on the list of, of questions of the five questions uh this little box at the bottom right after that that says remain anonymous yes or no if you click no i'll tell people who you are if you click yes i'll, I'll keep it anonymous today's entry is from a young lady by the name of krista and she goes by twitter handle girl oxygen spelled same exact way as those two words are spelled uh, girl, G-I-R-L, and Oxygen, O-X-Y-G-E-N. Uh, Krista, thanks in advance very much for filling this out. And let's go through it. Let's share what you uh, shared with us here. So question number one of the questionnaire is, relating to your craft, do you remember the first thing you ever wrote or created? Krista responded, I was a hairstylist for 18 years. That's a long time. 
to like be doing a, a specific thing. That's that's love right there. I was a hairstylist for 18 years, but forced to retire due to being diagnosed with a rare fatal lung disease called pulmonary hypertension. And that's really horrible. And um, sorry that you're dealing with that. And she goes on to explain it's high blood pressure of the arteries inside the lungs and eventually leads to right heart failure. That was five years ago. I've always enjoyed taking photos with my phone, so I decided to invest in an icon. I haven't. That's an awesome camera, by the way. I'm not sure which one you have, uh, but icons are you know up there, like top two, or you know if not like the best, it's like top one, two, or three like cameras, like on like any list that you that you look at. Um, so it's really cool. Um, she goes on here to say, I haven't felt well enough to really take it out, which sucks. And I hope that that's something that you can continue to, to work at. I'm not sure exactly how the pulmonary hypertension works. Um, and you know, hopefully it is something that, that you, I know you mentioned that it's a fatal lung disease, which is really sad, but I, like I said, I don't know much about it. I did see that there's a link on your Twitter page, and I began to read a little bit about it. Um, but I don't know much about it in the sense of if there's, like, ups and downs. Hopefully there is. Um, and you are able to, you know, get out there and, and use your camera and take some pictures. Um, but she goes on to say, and it's really cool. Uh, she goes on to say, my sister has a BFA in graphic design, but decided to go back to earn her teaching certificate. Now she's an art teacher. What better person could help me with painting? Uh, which is cool. That'd be awesome, right? To keep it like within the family. Your sister becomes a teacher. You want to learn painting. She becomes an art teacher. Sounds perfect. Um, she goes on to say, we didn't get to paint to paint together. So I started watching the Art Sphera. No, I'm sorry. The Art Sherpa. Completely butchered that. <laughs> the Art Sherpa videos on YouTube. I've been painting in and off. I'm um, sorry, on and off since April of this year. I've painted and this year for any listeners in the future is 2015. From April of this year, I've painted over 50 canvases since April. April, so you got April. May, June, July, August, September, October, November. Not even three, because uh, Christopher, if I'm not mistaken, you filled this out, when was it? Like the beginning of November, right? So August. So in seven months, you did 50 canvases. That's awesome. That's fucking really prolific. That's really cool. And I've even sold some. So on top of putting your all into it, you're actually fucking good at <laughs> what you do. So it's really super cool. That's so rewarding. My first painting was a whimsical tree. I paint with acrylics, but I'm dabbling in watercolors. And that's uh, Chris's answer to question number one, which is so fucking awesome and really inspiring to hear something like that. And I know a lot of other people are going to be inspired by the same. And I love that aspect of, of dealing with something so with a disease that's fatal in this specific case and 
having the gumption to to follow up your passion still which is so like admirable and and really awesome and not only follow your passion because you have a passion for something and then even if you were like it kind of knocked you down and you you know you weren't able to go out and take pictures with the camera that you invested in um but you took that passion and you channeled it into something else and you still allow just that raw passion to fucking pour out of you and like come out and I'm sure I, w- I would love to see some of your uh, like paintings and stuff like that. Um, I checked to see on your on your Twitter Twitter page if there's a like a link to the paintings or anything like that. And I didn't find that. I just found the the link to the pulmonary hypertension uh, website. Which, if anybody wants to know again more about the disease and stuff like that, um, check it out on there. Uh, again, uh, Krista, it's uh girl oxygen is her twitter handle she has a link right there on her profile um but i would definitely definitely love for you to like tweet me a link or dm me a link or something like that um if you have any of your paintings anywhere um if you don't i would recommend crated.com c-r-a-t-e-d.com it's actually a website that i partnered with it's like free to like partner up with them um and you can like put up your stuff there uh, and I put like the photography that I take, I put on there and people can like purchase prints, like posters and canvases and stuff like that of like actual photography. Um, but I'm pretty sure you can sell all types of art like through there. I'm not positive, um, but check it out. It's, it's worth checking out. Like I said, it for in terms of photography, it was free. Um, they just take a cut um, when anybody purchases any like posters or prints or or anything like that. So check it out again it's called created c-r-a-t-e-d.com and but again if you have like your stuff on any other website or or pictures of it or anything like that like i would definitely love to see it it sounds really awesome and that's fucking i wish in seven months i could sit down and and create 50 of anything (laughs) and that's really that's really uh inspirational and just lit a fire under my ass to fucking go do some writing so thank you (laughs) Question number two is what inspires you to write or create? And Krista responds, honestly, I paint because it's great therapy when you're too sick to leave the house uh, because of a chronic illness. And definitely, I agree with that in terms of like passions and stuff that you're into being completely therapeutic and cathartic. And I'm glad it's having that that positive effect on you. Question number three. What is a hobby that you have that is unrelated to your craft? And Krista responded, I love TV. Probably too much. And you remind me of my fiance, who I'm sure completely shares in your sentiment for television. Uh, She continues to say, I love comedies, things about monsters, and so I'm guessing you like The Walking Dead. That's my little uh, zombie sounds. And the History Channel. Mm. I wanted to make a point when I read this uh, before to put you on to if uh, Krista and anybody else who's listening also. If you don't know already, um, uh, you're going to love me after this. If... Uh, you're into history and especially like the history channel, like that narrated style of, of, of history. 
check out a podcast called Hardcore History. It's with Dan Carlin. It's a, a podcast that's always like in top 10 in iTunes like all the time. And it's super dope. If you have any inkling whatsoever to towards history, like even if you like it a little bit, he will make you love history. And if you love history, it, he'll fucking uh, blow your mind. He'll, he'll blow your the top off your head. Like those fucking Jet.com commercials that they're giving out. Um, it's really dope. Definitely check it out. It's a podcast called Hardcore History. It's with Dan Carlin. And the work and passion like he he's he's a fucking like awesome he's fucking awesome he's like a a gem a fucking uh what's the word i'm looking for he's a uh a treasure um the like podcast episodes and what i love about podcasts you know you could pause them pick them up and put them down whenever you want they are literally i think like four hours long and he'll go so deep into the history of a specific topic that it would be like three four five episodes long so you're talking like 20 to 24 25 hours worth of content on a specific historical topic and the passion and work that he puts into each and every episode completely comes out completely shines through completely goes comes out like through his microphone out of the earbuds and into your ears like it's really really dope couldn't recommend it enough so if you like history definitely check him out again it's dan carlin's hardcore history um and we're up to question number four which is how do you get yourself to sit down and do your work when you're not motivated to and chris's response is i don't really have to work so that's probably why it's so easy to sit down with it. haha. And that's awesome. When, you know, it's like that saying, and when you do something that you love, you never work a day in your life. And that's really awesome that you found that. And I'm glad that you are uh, like so invested in that. And that's something that you hear a lot with people that, that like fall in love with what they do which is really cool in a place I definitely want to be in. I think, you know, the only place actually that it's not completely like across the board, I would say is within writing. Cause there's like a through, a through line within that's common within, uh, or with writers rather that you just fucking hate to sit down and do the work. Like you fucking hate it. You hate to, to have to actually write and do it, but you love to have written. And that's like a, famous quote or whatever i hate to write but i love to have written and some people actually like the process like me i've like so there's two sides to it i guess like people that just completely hate putting in the work to do it um to write and then there's where i fall which is i hate the part of getting myself to do it you know kind of like getting up and going to the gym like i hate like sitting down and saying okay now i gotta write But once I start, like literally once the pen touches the paper, it's like, it's completely awesome and like cathartic and therapeutic and all that like comes, um, uh, comes out like literally instantly each and every time. And, um, especially when you get into like a flow state and ideas and, 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 and thoughts are just, just rolling around in your head and you're pouring out of you. 
and then afterwards when you have something you know whether it's a free writing piece or when you when you finish writing first draft of a short story or or anything else that you're working on like having that body of work in front of you whether you know no matter how like good or bad uh you may think it is it's it's like a like you're kind of proud of it like it's a like a proud moment like something that you reflect on it's like oh shit i just fucking like made that i created that like it didn't ex- exist before and now it does and i just made that happen and that's that's really cool to like birth something into existence like that um so definitely kudos to you on that on um um loving what you do and not feeling like it's work at all and the last question that krista has uh, that Krista answered is do you have any advice for other writers or creators whether they're new seasoned or otherwise and Krista says don't ever say I can't do that until after you've actually tried it you may surprise yourself I didn't think I could paint and I painted six Darth Vader's that's dope in one day plus some other commissioned Star Wars pieces. That was after only painting for two months. And, well, Miss Lady, you have definitely, definitely talented. And, again, I want to see, like, I could, like you're talented just based on the stuff that you're telling us here. Um, painting for two months and, and selling Darth Vader's and, you know, just selling any paintings. And, and it sounds so dope. And you're really prolific and really inspiring and i wish you all the best and and uh continued health and success in what you do and um thank you very much for taking the time to uh share your story with us and share share just share in general continue painting continue loving what you do and definitely hit me up on on twitter like i said um, uh, you know, tweet it at me, uh, like a link with your, your paintings and stuff like that. And I'll definitely retweet it. And guys, anybody listening, if you guys want to check it out, uh, or check out Krista, uh, you can reach out to her on Twitter. And again, her handle is at girl oxygen, G I R L O X Y G N. And that's it, folks. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, I, I, again, I thought it would be a good idea to have these questionnaires um, in a centralized location so that you don't have to go sifting through previous episodes to try to try to find and locate them. It was even a, a bit of a pain in the ass for me to locate them. And I actually have like notes and podcast notes and shit like that, like archives. So I know like w- what's where. And it was still a bitch to find. So I could imagine from listening point of view it's that much harder so hopefully that help facilitate things and you guys can gain some inspiration and motivation from the advice that we, that we heard here today if you guys want to help support the podcast please stick around i'll give you a few quick ways to do so you can do so by following me on social media just hitting me up uh, on twitter or on instagram at spun today uh, liking the Facebook fan page, facebook.com forward slash spun today. Or checking out the Tumblr blog at spuntodaypodcast.tumblr.com. You can mainly help support the podcast by rating and reviewing it on iTunes, Stitcher, 
um, iHeartRadio, Google Play, TuneIn, wherever it is that you listen to, to the podcast. It's available on any and all podcatchers, and I would really appreciate the support. When you rate the podcast, it helps it rise in rank, and that makes it more visible to other people, and they get you know, put onto it. Check out and subscribe to the Spun Today YouTube page. Go to youtube.com and search for Spun Today, or just go to my website, spuntoday.com. It's in the footnote of every page. You'll see a little YouTube icon link. Click on that, and uh, it'll take you to my YouTube page. The YouTube page is a little different from uh, the podcast page in that you have you do have full podcast episodes, but you also have video podcast extras as well as excerpts from each podcast. So if, you know, an hour, hour and a half, uh, whatever these uh, shows uh, wind up being is a bit too long uh, for your taste, uh, but you like the content, or if you just like certain parts of the content, you're into UFC, but you're not into politics, you're into politics, but you're not into writing. I speak about a lot of different shit on this show, right? So you can, on the YouTube page, uh, pick and choose the digestible chunks that you prefer. I break it. I break down each episode by by uh, topic uh, on YouTube, and you know per episode you might have you know three to five or six like different uh, pieces of different topics that I, that I spoke about. So check that out. You might be interested in that. Feel free to subscribe, comment, etc. Check out my writing. There's a lot of writing on my website available for free, um, mainly on the uh, free writing section at sponsor.com forward slash free writing this is a uh, stream of consciousness uh type of like food for thought type of things uh that i write down I'm motivated either by uh, quotes that i've heard whether it be in movies or in books uh, or in podcasts that i reference and or just straight stream of consciousness this is what just popped in my mind so let me get it down on paper type of thing also my short stories are available on at uh, sponsor.com forward slash short stories all available available for free as well and if you see any of those short stories that you know pique your interest but you, you know you don't feel like reading it each and every one of those short stories also has a corresponding audiobook which you can find here on the podcast channel it'll say like the name the title of the of the short story and in parentheses next to it say audiobook so you should be able to find that and check those out as well and lastly, writing related, you can uh, check out my book, Make Way For You, Tips For Getting Out Of Your Own Way, which is available on Amazon if you want a paperback copy, and also wherever ebooks are sold, whether it be Kindle, iBooks, which you can download, you know, obviously straight on your iPhones or, or your iPads, um, and wherever else you get your, your ebooks. Uh, you can check it out. It's called Make Way For You, Tips For Getting Out Of Your Own Way. If you want to uh, learn more about what the book is before investing the fucking, what is it, three bucks that I have it up for, feel free to check it out at sponsor.com forward slash books. There you'll see a video of yours truly explaining where the idea for the book came from and what it is. You'll also uh, have four or five different uh, audio excerpts directly from the book to give you an idea of what you're going to be reading. And you have links to all the different places where you can buy the book um, there. Also, you have an option of requesting a free PDF copy of the book. Right there on that page, just drop in your email address 
and I'll shoot you over a PDF copy. So you have no excuses, folks. Check it out. It's called Make Way For You, Tips For Getting Out Of Your Own Way. If you want to support the podcast financially, there's one place that you can go to, which is sponsored.com forward slash affiliate links. There you'll find my iTunes and Amazon banners, which is are pretty much portals that you click on and it takes you to either iTunes or Amazon's website where you do your shopping like you normally do. It does not cost you anything extra, but Amazon and or iTunes gives me a kickback for every purchase that you make from their cut. So again, it doesn't cost you anything extra and it's a a free way that you can help support the podcast financially. You also have the option there on that page. I explain what Patreon is. Uh, Patreon is a service uh, website that you can go to to pledge a monthly donation uh, to your favorite uh, podcast. A lot of podcasts uh, have uh, Patreon pages. So if you don't want to support this one financially, feel free to do so for any other podcast that you get a lot of enjoyment out of and information and utility from you know um my patreon page is located at patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash spun today if you want to go there directly and and read up of uh, more on what it is or like i said just go to spuntoday.com forward slash affiliate links and there's a little video there that explains exactly what patreon is but like i said it's a a monthly donation-based service where you know you pledge a dollar or five dollars or whatever it is per month you set it up once and it goes on in perpetuity until you cancel it at any time and no fees or anything like that and it's not like you pledge two dollars but they really charge you 295 or you know it's two dollars you pledge two dollars that's it no bullshit no fees no nothing so check it out if you're interested and it would be greatly appreciated Lastly, the Midday Monday Boost Letter is my weekly newsletter that I send out to folks that are into the same type of shit that I'm into, which is uh, photography, podcasts, uh, cool videos, quotes, and writing. And if you're into those five things, you may be into the Midday, midday Monday Boost Letter. If you want to see an archive of actual um newsletters that have gone out previously go to sponsor.com forward slash subscribe and there there you'll see a bunch of the recent newsletters that have gone out as well as you have the option of just dropping in your email address and that subscribes you to the midday monday boost letter which i send out once a week on mondays at noon hence the name midday monday boost letter to help you start your week off right it's absolutely free and you can cancel it at any time and that's it folks those are all the ways you can help support the podcast again i would really appreciate it and as always substitute the mysticism with hard work and start taking steps in the general direction of your dreams thanks for listening